dear child. I see your eyes. You already know the truth. The belonging you seek is not behind you. It is ahead. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the capital less than 12 parsons. Hey everyone, and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. And today we're joined by a super special guest, um, cosplayer, model, actor, singer, everything extraordinaire, Ray Kinnix. Yay! Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Definitely. We're really excited to have you on the show because, I mean, you've got a lot going on. Um, <laughs> a lot of exciting things, too, um, which I definitely want to get into and everything. Um, but first, I want to I make sure that we let everybody know where they can find you, Ray. You can find me anywhere online, and all my accounts are named Ray Kennex, but it's R-E-I dot K-E-N-N-E-X on Instagram or Twitter and Facebook, and my website is the same, RayKennex.com. Awesome, awesome, and we'll have that listed in the show notes and everything for you guys, um, so you guys can find her and check out all the awesome stuff she's doing. Um, so, Ray, we want to go ahead and talk about you. Um, that's what we're here to do. We want to talk about everything Star Wars, everything Ray Kennex. Um, so, first off, I want to ask, how did you get into Star Wars? Well, of course, I saw it as I was a kid, and um, I just liked it, but I was never a fan. And then I rewatched it about two years ago, and I saw it from an entirely different perspective as an adult, as a filmmaker, as an actor. And I totally understood the whole universe and the concept, and it was just so mind-blowing to me, and you know how that feels. I do. And, I do know how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, and so I fell in love with that world because I love sci-fi and it's one of the masterpieces in the sci-fi world. And it has everything that any adventurous person can wish for. It has like, amazing characters and adventures and humor and drama and mysteries, just everything. So that's how I, I became hooked. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Which movie really cool. two years ago did you see again that really sent you in that direction which movie was it a new hope okay. well of course, of course. <laughs> i remember i was in it was high school and uh, i saw the prequels and i really loved them but i didn't really understand the whole scope of what that universe was i just loved and i can and i can my love forever and oh always <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, we have some love for Anakin here. So <laughs> one of my favorite characters for sure. Um, I, I don't judge anything. I just love it. It's Star Wars and I can always find something that is, that's enjoyable and exciting. That's awesome. So would you say that Star Wars had any hand in uh, inspiring you to pursue filmmaking or acting or anything? Well, I don't even know. I think it's just blended together it definitely inspired my cosplays for acting i liked acting and i uh, started doing it professionally when i moved to la um but it's all interjected you know when you imagine yourself what's my favorite movie i want to be in and act in of course star wars is my number one yeah right i also like creating my own stories and my own worlds i always mm -hmm. Very big. Like I'm thinking, if I'm ever directing anything, it'll be the most epic and most expensive film ever made. There you go. <laughs> I love it. That's cool. Well, um, are you? Actually, um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just because you were saying the storytelling. Are you going maybe to write your own fanfic and make a fan film out of it? 
since you are that in that world? For Star Wars? Yes. Well, maybe. Um, right now, I'm busy doing my own original movies and films, but um, I had a lot of people ask me about making fan films, being Bray or being Aiden Bersi or being Hera, whatever cosplay I'm doing. And I'm really considering that idea because now that I'm in LA and all my friends are filmmakers and there are a lot of cosplayers who are also talented actors. So I'm really thinking this should happen. Yes, I think it should happen too. So that I'm, I'm not saying no to that. Good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's Exciting. awesome. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so, like you said, you were actually re- um, you're recently working on, or I, I mean, you may even be currently working on um, your uh, film project that you've got going on. Uh, did you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I guess I can't. I can't say that much because you know. How sure. It. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's my uh, my very first project that I entirely find my baby, my vision. I wrote the script and I assembled the team. I came up with the concept, characters, costumes, locations, producing it. Uh, so it's basically a little snippet of that world that I have in my head and I'm making a little movie, short film, but it gives you a good idea of you know, what's happening, what the characters are. It's a dystopian sci-fi film. Oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah. My budget is currently just blowing through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Because I want everything in my film, and it's so hard to restrain yourself. But oh, for sure. We're right now in the middle of the shooting process, and it's going so well. I have incredible people on board. Just, I'm so lucky. It's LA, and there's so many nerdy professionals <laughs> who just, you know, who get inspired and who want to be a part of it. And I'm, I'm very, very lucky in that uh, in that way. So we're shooting right now, and um, I'm excited to. Have it done in January and see what. Oh, cool! Yeah, I'm also writing the music and recording, and I'm working with a, a John Williams assistant who's scoring the film. Ooh! Wow. Okay, that's awesome. First track, and at the same time, just in awe of how how incredible it is. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, as a musician myself, I mean, I've always admired John Williams' music, and I mean. Anybody attached to John was—I mean, I don't care if it's the guy who held coffee for him. I mean, I would be starstruck. So I'm right there with you. <laughs> it's, it's great. That's what I, my life is right now. It's all the films and movies and ideas. And the more I make, the more I want to do. For sure, doesn't sound like a bad life at all. <laughs> That's awesome. So cool. So, um, how did you get into cosplay? I have to blame the Force Awakens for that. <laughs> Blame yeah. away. When the movie came out, and I remember I sat in the theater, and the first moment where Ray introduces herself, and she says, I'm Ray. And I'm like, What? I'm Ray too. Your <laughs> <laughs> hairstyle, and I decided to make a hairstyle, and then I saw the boots, and it turned out you can buy them. I go, All right, I buy the boots, and then, well, heck with that, I'll do the whole thing. Might as well. <laughs> The costume. I need to go to a convention or something, and uh, so I did. And since then, it was a year ago, and my life changed completely because cosplay became a, a huge part of my life now. And it's another way for me to act because you have film, you have theater, and then you have cosplay. Because for me, it's interactive acting. It's non-scripted acting when you talk to people, being in character or out sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun, and uh, it's also a way of creatively express yourself absolutely i love that that's really cool um well you're what, amazing at it 
Absolutely. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. So whatever I'm making, it never stops. I have to always constantly improve it and tweak it. Well, it's definitely evident in your work. It, you, your cosplays are awesome. We definitely admire them collectively. So that's awesome. <laughs> So cool. So, wh which character is your favorite to uh, cosplay as? Well, it's Adam Versio. Ah. Many people think it's Ray, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so I why Aiden? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, why Aiden? Why Aiden? Because um, I was reading the book by um, Inferno Squad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was reading the book and I was amazed how I can relate to Aiden so much. Because there are some parts of me that, you know, that I can find in Hera or in Rey, because they're just very, very relatable, positive characters. But Aiden has something in her that, that you don't often see in female protagonists. And uh, I think it's that, not broken part of her, but it's that conflicted part of her. When she... Okay. She has these obligations to perform, to be excellent in everything, to be perfect. That's my cat going. <laughs> and I could just see that, like, ah, I know how that feels. I mean, I know how you have these duties and responsibilities. And it's, it's, so, it's, so, it's so complicated. But anyways, but that, that strong core of her and that um, sometimes she doesn't want to compromise. Mm -hmm. She believes in things and she goes for it. And uh, I think that's the part that I can relate to. Plus, there's a very fun part of it. When you're in character, in costume, and the con, people kind of want you to be mean. And <laughs> because they expect your dark side, whatever, of course. So you can just, you know, fool with people and mess around and be the bad guy. And they just love it. That's cool. Love it. Yeah. So, <laughs> both aspects of that. For sure, for sure. Oh, it was so funny. I went grocery shopping one time after the con. I was all in full gear and everything. Oh. <laughs> and people just, you know, you walk down the aisle, people just make way for you. <laughs> you are and what your uniform is. And somebody asked me, like, what was your uniform? And I said, Inferno Squad, the lead to Empire Squad or Pilot. And then they're like, oh. <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> see I feel like if I ever had a cosplay like that that's what I would want to do like cons would be great but just doing everyday things in it just walking down as a TIE fighter pilot or something like that or showing up yeah it's the same thing like we just, just do it every day all day it's not right <laughs> that's too cool is Ray it's so funny because all the kids run to me and oh, cool! Super nice, and I can't always be super nice, but I'm, I'm trying because it's kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for you, and you just walk away, and you're like, oh. <laughs> they're like, but Ray. <laughs> and Hera is very cool too. Like Hera is a. It's just so funny how people react to you when you're in that costume. Um, Hera um, is that heroic symbol, so people always treat her with respect and admiration versus raise everybody's best friend. Yeah. That guy like, you know, resting bee face and staying away from her. <laughs> this is, I, I love that. Yeah, That's it's cool. really cool. Definitely. No, I love how, like, how you said where each character, I mean, it's a different personality and, and even perceived differently. Um, I think that's really neat uh, that cosplay can do that. 
I mean, you're obviously still Ray Kinnix <laughs> under all that makeup and anything else. But at the same time, it's just like, it's cool just to be able to embody those characters, I bet. Well, it's funny that you mentioned the makeup. Of, if you look at my Instagram, like a lot of comments say that, oh, you look just like this Carol or that character. And I don't because I barely change anything in my makeup. Well, hair is green, yeah, but it's still my face. Well. <laughs> Some amazing makeup artists could do all this crazy one-hour transformation and they look like anybody. I cannot do that. I just can't be me and I can, you know, grow eyebrows and whatever. But <laughs> but that's it. And it's just the, like you said, it's transformation. It's from the inside. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I, you know, you exude it. And that's probably why people are like, oh, you look exactly like her. Yeah. <laughs> people just, yeah, just see you as that character. But of course, there's acting too. Like, you know how to turn, what face to make, and how to talk, how to move. So that helps. So that's, that's so cool. Fun. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, Heather, did you want to take the next question? Um, how do you bring your love of storytelling and sci-fi into your music and, um, your acting and your work? I I mean, I know your, your film is a sci-fi film, but. I always loved sci-fi. I guess since I was a a kid, I never loved any other stories other than some other worlds and adventures and sci-fi. We have a lot of great Soviet sci-fi books for young adults. So as I was growing up, I was reading all those classics. And um, this is the world that I exist in. It's like imaginary world. So I think I like to combine the setting that requires you to use your imagination, the other world, other times. But the stories that I like most are real stories about real people, real feelings. So I don't like, even if you take sci-fi films, I don't like films that just for entertainment i like when sci-fi has substance like i just saw blade runner the new one this mm-hmm. past weekend i loved it so much because yes it's a sci-fi film but it's so much philosophy and uh, symbolism in it so many layers and that's the kind of sci-fi i like my music uh, i love soundtrack music it's my favorite genre and that's what i, I create my songs are geared for film and tv and every song is a little story about a character. I always imagine, okay, what if we have this story and the main character is feeling this? What song would complement that story? And I write it. Well, I was listening to your music. It's really good. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I really enjoyed it as well. <laughs> well I hope it comes through all the stories because for me, it's that art is art and whatever you do, it's all intertwined. It all influences each other. So first I do the song and now I, I think, wow, this song would really fit into this film. What if I make this film now? There you go. That's awesome. Um, did that inspire the short film that you're working on now? Well, the short film that I'm working on now, um, it was an assignment to make something that is very personal to you. So mm-hmm. that film, the story is based sort of on my real life story. And uh, everything in it is so close to me because every single element in that film represents something. That's so cool. The story of an artist is Mm -hmm. what you are as a person who wants to create in a society that doesn't want you to be who you want to be and what you have to go through to fight for your right to do that and how it influences your relationships with your loved ones or with your family and who you become after all this and is it worth it? that's the whole film nice. oh, i love that um will you be releasing that uh well i mean i would imagine probably on uh youtube or anything like that for us to be able to see when it comes out 
Yeah, I'm really excited about it now. So. <laughs> film festivals first, I think. Absolutely. On YouTube, you know, to release it pre, pre preview. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be out there. And I feel like a lot of people who are artistic, they felt that way at some point in their lives when they are not being understood and that they have to struggle through. Like, there's this, like even you know, uh, Heather, you're, you're like in like this, you know, bright light. Yes. Somebody put you in. Um, I don't want to say, like, what's the most like boring, bland place? <laughs> village in Russia. And yeah, yeah. Look at you, like you're some weirdo, and you had to get out. You know. <laughs> uh, but you have to find your place when you thrive, just being mm -hmm. who you are. So I guess everybody can relate to that. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. I, I love that. I, and, and again, going back to your cosplay and everything, I love how you relate to all of that, that everything that you're doing has a story, has a meaning, has a life to it. Um, because, I mean, you have the cosplayers that are, are, are just as talented and that are basically it's just costuming. <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know. I guess if, if it were me, I, I would be where you are, where it, it's kind of hard not to be in character. Like if I was in full Imperial garb, like you can guarantee I'm shutting down some places. <laughs> like it's going down. Um, I would just be the most fun. Like I, I, I just, I love that. I, I love that. That's what you bring to your cosplay. Wait, would you, would you cosplay Imperial guard? If you could, if you can put cosplay anything. Uh, if I could cosplay anything, it would be a Mandalorian. Um, yes, I would love to. I would even love to be Boba Fett, to be honest. Um, but a Mandalorian of some kind or some Imperial. Like I, I don't know. I love being the bad guy. So <laughs> even though I'm not a bad guy, so but yeah, <laughs> it's just so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun to the point where sometimes I go go to the comic my friends who are Sith. And they don't have any masks, and they just literally had to take time to go in the corner and smile and say, "Okay, I did my smiling for the day. I should come back to it and not smile anymore because I look weird." On all pictures, I'm like, "Yay, what's the rest?" <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> it makes it a little easier. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and so I, I did actually want to talk, and then we talked a little bit earlier about uh, your Aiden cosplay. Now, I wanted to talk about this. Oh, I love the cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask you, how was it shooting in New York with uh, Rexing Around and uh, Jesse Wellens? Oh, that was so funny because I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Just Michael Rexing Around, he just texted me and said, hey, um, do you want to be Aiden and go to New York? And... Uh, for weekend it's gonna be fun and New York's my favorite city in the world. So I was like, say no more. Tell me where I have to be and I'll be there shooting even better. There you go. So yeah, so he said, okay, we'll just do a little video for YouTube for Star Wars uh, Battlefront kind of thing. I'm like, all right, well, that sounds interesting. Let's go, let's, let's go do it. And we so we shot the video and then met Jesse and uh, the rest of the guys involved and it was a lot of fun, and I had no idea what it was until we were done. Because then they say, "Hey, did you know uh, Casey and Jesse are like the biggest YouTubers?" Um, oh, idea who they were, because I don't watch YouTube as much. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then Michael said, "Yeah, they're pretty big. We expect the video to be really viral and have millions of views and everything." Um, and also, it did. Mm -hmm. And I had a bunch of people texting me, "Oh, yeah, we saw you," and I was totally surprised 
<laughs> the whole experience was great because people were going crazy when they saw those bikes and uh, some people commented on under the video that oh no it was staged and no it was not staged it was all real <laughs> people just loved it that's awesome yeah. I, I would lose my mind if i saw that coming down the street <laughs> was so cool that idea is just brilliant the, mm -hmm. like, absolutely uh and i saw that ea actually take took notice of your item um they had uh tweeted out the video they did and i think it's just when you do something with love and you know you, you do it well um it gets it gets noticed absolutely the area it is and somebody tagged me i guess and they they noticed and that was a great surprise it was just so so much fun seeing it they didn't tag i think they did tag me like again <laughs> yeah I'm not freaking out too much because I'm in the same industry mm -hmm. and um, I work with a lot of people who, you know, have exposure and things. So for me, it's just somebody who is further down the road than I am mm -hmm. and I look up to them and I learn from them and I take every opportunity to, you know, find something new and uh, get involved in something they do because it's just so exciting. Um, but um, yeah, I don't get somebody said about meeting some stars and i would love to, <laughs> yeah i would love to meet everyone who was doing star wars but if i had a choice i'd rather meet directors than actors because actors are people who are actors and the directors are the creators right. so right. it was more interesting for me to meet the people who actually did the whole thing that's awesome i love i love your perspective on that that's just awesome um so you have a love of porgs <gasps> Only a little. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, um, you started hashtag pork face. I did. You did. And we need to see it if we can. <laughs> it's hard to do it when you're smiling. That's awesome. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that, that thing just picked up on Facebook. I was just laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, that was a great night. I, I was happy that I got to join in. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have to kind of train the corners of your mouth. <laughs> there you go. You got it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's it's awesome. Creepy, but I probably the, the thing I'm excited the most about The Last Jedi is the Porgs. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so, um, do you think the Porgs will take down the First Order? Are, are they going to follow in the Ewoks' footsteps? No, they will kill them with cuteness. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. So Kylo will run up on them and just be like, "Oh." oh. <laughs> so and they'll like just kind of waddle up to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he'll try. And he'll turn to the light. Yeah. Well, of course. That that that's going to be the big turn for that's sure. That's how he's redeemed <laughs> in the end. Totally buy it. <laughs> uh, and so I did have a question for you about The Last Jedi. I want to know what your thoughts are. So so being really Ray, <laughs> I want to know who you think Ray's parents are. Oh, gosh. Well, I don't have any theories because I don't want to have any theories. Okay. I'm going to blame myself. But I spoiled it for myself. But ideally, I want her to be an entirely new character. 
That would be my choice. I would like her to start a new line and not to be related to everybody because it's Star Wars, not a soap opera. There's, I don't want to <laughs> twins, sisters, brothers, uncles. So for me, I'd rather have her be a new character. I don't know if that's the case or not. I don't want to guess, but yeah. But that's, that's right. this new saying floating around that Aiden Versio is her mother and. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda's probably her dad. I mean, I don't know. Awkward. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. No, I'm, you know, I'm just going crazy. But uh, yeah, just let, let's wait and see. I bet whatever it is, it's way more interesting than any of the theories out there. So. Oh, definitely. I mean, if Ryan Johnson can get handed a brand new trilogy and the movie hasn't even come out yet, I mean, it's got to be something. So. Oh, oh yeah, probably. <laughs> more darkness in there because force awakens to my taste was a little too nice ah uh-huh. i would agree with that yeah i like the book better personally but mm-hmm. that's why because you got the visuals and... <laughs> yeah no i i completely agree i'm ready for the the deep dark story um i i, I want some weird star wars like like Clone Wars, Mortis, Force kind of crazy stuff. Like what's going on with the Loth Wolves. And I don't know if you're caught up on Rebels, so I'm not going to spoil it. Um, <laughs> uh, but like with the War- Loth Wolves and stuff like that, I, I want. I, I always feel like uh, weird Star Wars is great Star Wars. So if oh. Last Jedi goes down that, I, I'm I'm game. I'm so game. <laughs> I don't know how to do that because for me, it's The Force Awakens already established the feel for the trilogy and how the characters were. Uh, and if they change it drastically, I'm not going to buy it as much because even for a, for a filmmaker, you know, if you don't establish something from the beginning, it won't pay off in the end because there was nothing indicating that. So like all these theaters about Ray going to the dark side, well, there was nothing in mm-hmm. the maybe, but not in the movie. And if they wanted it to come across like that, it didn't. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we felt because in the book, Ray was uh, had the voice of probably Snoke in her head telling her Mm -hmm. to kill Kylo, you know, and she was going down that she was angry. (laughs) But but no more than a natural person would with emotions. Right. That's what I I felt. Yeah, but then she was not any, there was no indications about the dark side in her. No, not on the, not on the movie. That's Um, for sure. If you read the script, which I highly recommend you do. Oh, it's a very different movie. In my head, when I was reading the script, I could see like the same setting, the same character visually, but it was a very different dynamic. And it was mm. an interaction between them. And it was a darker movie and a darker characters, more conflicted, more, I'd say deep. And um, it was very, very interesting how they interpreted and put it on the screen, but very in a very polished way, without changing a word almost. So. That was interesting. I'd rather have that script that was I read be a film. For sure, yeah. I'll have to read it now. <laughs> I think that's the second recommendation we've had for the script. Yes. So yeah, we well, need to get on that. They did it, and it's very justifiable because they had to introduce it to new people and to younger audience, so they wanted to make it Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what the case was, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of the script. For sure, Disney that's wants- awesome raw and like ferocious and she's not as nice and likable in the beginning her interaction with Finn when she meets him it's um yeah it's, it's very different when he tells her about Luke and in the movie she's also excited about meeting him in the script I had a feeling like she would be like Luke 
legend. It's so much more interesting in the beginning uh, because she gets to realize that it's actually true. I'm actually going to meet him and how that influences her, how that changes her, that gives her a different arc. And uh, so, yeah, read the script. Yes. That's awesome. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so cool. So, um, Heather, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about or anything like that? The only other question I had was, what was your favorite Last Jedi theory? But since <laughs> you don't have any theories. <laughs> the Porg saved the world. There you nice. go. <laughs> I'm down with that. <laughs> so cool. All right, guys. So that concludes our episode with Ray Kinnix. Um, and Kessel Run Weekly. So, Ray, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate your insight, um, your humbleness. I, I, I Just thank you. <laughs> You've been great. It was worth staying up. Absolutely. <laughs> this is the latest night podcast we've ever done. So, yes. hey, record right there. There yeah. you go. <laughs> so cool. So, Ray, can you tell everybody where to find you? You can find me online on social media at ray.canix on Instagram or raykanix.com, my website. Awesome, awesome. And guys, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Kessel Run Weekly, um, as well as our website, kesselrunweekly.com. And be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube, uh, Kessel Run Weekly, uh, where we'll have the full video of this episode if you're listening to this. Um, and you'll get to see all the poor glory that Ray brought and the yes. pork faces. You can't miss that. You can't um, miss the pork face. I actually no, did it, it, so. It, Heather did it, guys. You know how big that is. <laughs> and so, so until next time, guys, my name is Danny. I'm Heather. I'm Ray. And may the force be with you.